You're listening to Falcons Audible Podcast presented by AT&T and I'm in a chair right now where most Falcons fans would love to be in. I'm sitting with Falcons GM Thomas Dimitrov and head coach Dan Quinn and we are talking some NFL Combine. Um, before we get into the Combine, just I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that you've got your coaching staff all buttoned up. Yep. Head into Indy with a complete staff. Yeah, and uh, when you get um, some new group of guys together, you know, finding the right chemistry uh, and that connection together. And when you go to Indianapolis, there's really some things that you want to get accomplished as a staff too. And the medical portion, well, that doesn't apply to any of the assistant coaches. But what does apply to them is measurables, being there for weigh-ins, getting a chance to see the guys. And then the most important thing is the interviews. Yeah, we'll And those, those connections with the players, uh, that's where it goes down. There's so many that Thomas and I will do with prospects privately, but there's also a number that the assistant coaches do with the players. And so during those four days, you're really trying to connect with some players, say this guy would really fit in well mm -hmm. from our team, his makeup, his maturity, uh, his football smarts, or which is also something that you find out, I don't think this guy would fit in so well, you know, with the group. And both things are important to find out. Thomas, you guys, you talk, you know, with your, your scouts and this coaching staff, you guys all speak the same language pretty much when it comes to evaluating players. Um, did you have a lot of input? You know, did Dan, did you guys talk to each other when, you, when this staff was kind of coming together? A lot. Um, and these coaches too, this isn't their first rodeo with the combine. You brought in tons of experience, Malarkey, Cutter, Katwika, and of course the defensive yeah, I'll, coordinator. I'll, I'll go back to, he'll finish up on that, but I think, yeah, certainly we wanted, you know, Thomas's insight on it. Not only um, has he seen me for four years yeah. interact and know what would be good fits with me, yeah. um, but also you always want another, you know, person's perspective. And if we're always seeing things exactly the same way, that would that's not normal. You know, there's mm -hmm. some things, well, have you thought about this point of view or have you thought about that side? So sometimes you need somebody to see the other point of view or the other side of things. And that helps because uh, to say you'd, see everything exactly right all the time, that would be incorrect. So uh, we are really pumped about the staff. There's an energy about them. There's uh, experience, obviously, about them. But the connection they have, the best teams we all talked about that we've been a part of, had a really good connection. And the players see it from the coaches first. Man, like these guys are connected. They're on it, the details. And if you can play for coaches like that who are really consistent and have their stuff together, uh, you got a chance to do some good stuff. To that point, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was a really, really good process. You know, Dan and I talked a lot about coaches. Of course, ultimately, a head coach, he's got to feel comfortable with his guys. Dan's got such a, a, an acute awareness of what he wants on his staff. And it was really interesting and, and fun being a part of that because we could talk about it at so many levels. Not only fun, enjoyable, but fun, educational, right? Mm -hmm. It was really good that way. I will say, like we've said many times with players who, who just rave about how much they want to play for Dan, uh, here I am giving you the, you know, the rub and everything, but that's the same way with the coaches around this country. Like it is, it is a really cool thing to see how many people are knocking on the door that want to be a part of this organization and want to be a part of a staff coached, headed up like Dan does, right? It's, and I've seen him many, many times interacting with the coaches. It's, 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 it's a really interesting thing to see. And I have not seen that before. I've been around a lot of really, uh, interesting and good coaches. I've also been around a lot of egos in coaching mm. and Dan does a really good job of managing all that and navigating all that. So it'll be 
fun to watch it and, and interesting to watch how it all comes together with some veteran guys that, you know, Dan has some great respect for over the years and they have great respect for Dan. I mean, to bring in back in, you know, my own involvement, uh, meaning in, in the past years with Dirk and, and Mike Malarkey, it's, it's fun to watch them interact with Dan in this, this setting here. It's, it's going to be really interesting and, and beneficial to this, this organization. I would say Thomas probably has perspective on this. He's been on, you know, the job longer than me from a leadership standpoint. Uh, the things that I thought were really important now what this team needs were different for me when I first got here. And so I have a much better sense of what the team needs most right now from the coaching side. And when you're first coming in, trying to collect 20 guys together on the same mm -hmm. vision, mm -hmm. um, now, you know, years into the job, you're really specific about what you're looking for, almost like with Thomas picking a player. You know, when we were adding coaches in, uh, fortunately, we had um, some really good candidates to choose from, and they were hard decisions, and that's what you want, much like a draft or a free agent where you're like, man, this is a tough call. Both these guys are really good, or both these coaches were really talented. In some cases, you know, two or three guys for the same spot, and I learned a lot through that process, but I was really clear now of what we're looking for, for what the team needs right now. And when you're first coming into an organization, you probably don't have that perspective because you don't mm -hmm. know the team that you're going to coach. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was a lot different going, adding, you know, because we added, you know, three new coordinators basically this year. And so that was the first time we did that since I arrived. And what does the team need now? I thought was uh, really clear for me to say, based on what the team needs, these are the type of coaches that would fit right now. Speaking of what the team needs right now, when I talked to you after that season ending press conference, you said, I want some nastiness. I want some. I want to find some players who are nasty. Um, what, what does when you talk about evaluating players now, and what this team needs player-wise, when you say, "Hey, I want nastiness," what does that mean? When you have conversations with Thomas and say, "Hey, I need these kinds of players," how does that translate in the player evaluation process when you get to the combine? Well, the good news for us, it's not I need, it's we need. Right, know? yes. So that's a big difference from you know mm -hmm. some organizations. But I think probably we both admire um, the really physical teams. And so um, we felt like maybe our compass was off a little bit. And if we could add uh, some players that had the traits of uh, physicality and toughness, um, we thought that would add to the overall group toughness. Um, that would help. And so we've been specific about what we're looking for in that space. And I'll let Thomas hit on some of it too, but um, it's always an important part of who we are. But um, I guess when our season didn't go like we liked and we looked at the film mm -hmm. and it wasn't quite as nasty as we'd like it to be, mm -hmm. uh, we were gonna make sure that that was gonna get recaptured. Uh, yeah, I mean, to Dan's point, tough, tough ass, urgent football players that fall into his world and embody what he is about, Dan, mm -hmm. and our staff is big. I mean, Ben Kotwika, our, uh, our, our new special teams coach who has a really uh, prized military background, what was his line the other day? At the front end or the front side of the foxhole. That's Leaning the players in. we're looking yeah. for, right? Leaning in. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so Love it. There's a, it's such a fun group to be a part of, but we do feel like um, that part of our game can get recaptured mm -hmm. where um, – you need to strike the fear of God into some people a little bit. You know, yeah. I think that's how you play really good defense. And um, like, oh, and the fans see that and uh, the other team sees that. And so I want to make sure, um, not being reckless, but really in a style that the city and the fan base um, really loves and appreciates because of that style. 
A little bit more about the interview process. You know, when the fans watch the combine, they see they immediately think of 40-yard dash times, three-cone drills, bench press, guys running and being timed on TV. And then they see Thomas and Coach Quinn sitting in the stands or seeing you chatting or with stopwatches. There's a lot that goes on. You bring a lot of people to the combine, don't you, first of all? And then tell us about the interview process because you're also you're looking at a body of work, yes? And then you got to protect against, or not protect against, but just these guys, some of these guys are trained just for the combine. You know, Mike Mamula comes to mind, you know, workout wonder, who was a first round pick. Um, explain that process a little bit, Thomas. Well, I, I mean, you're right. There's a lot of people and it's growing year after year. And, and just so everyone knows, you guys bring another 20 people. I'm talking <laughs> you from a digital media. I mean, it's, it's thriving now. We all know that. That's a, that's a big thing. I looked at the whole list of people attending, and it's mm. unbelievable from all of our coaches and scouts. It's a big thing. I mean, not only is it big out in the, you know, in the media side of things. I mean, it's big. It's huge for us. Uh, like Dan said, the interviews are, are, are so important for us. The medical elements are so important. We get opportunities to have some psychological testing starting there with certain people we're dealing with. Um, for me, it's always been something to be able to see these players, you know, performing side by side with the best in the country. Yes, they're, I understand they're not, they don't have pads on, but it's really interesting. It's interesting to see the, the, the mind and the athleticism side. And I, I mean, it was a big thing going back to Julio back in 11. I remember him running his routes and, and I remember, yes, it's, it's in shorts, but to see pure athleticism next to pure athleticism is a great way to juxtapose talent in my mind. And then of course, we don't raise anyone massively up or down. That's interesting. Okay. Just through the combine, uh, it, that's that that is gauged off of our video work. Okay. That said, if a guy is of certain position and needs to run fast and he completely plummets, well, then that would affect him a lot. But there are so many things that are going on there, and not only that, there's a lot of other information that's passed along there. Interaction with, you know, Dan with his his cohorts and the on the in contemporaries on the coaching side and mine on the GM side. Our personnel directors interacting. There's a lot of information flowing around. You're you're learning new information about players, and you're you're just taking in so many different elements within that combine. And I, I you know I love the fact that we're still thriving in it. It'll be interesting interesting to see how it evolves over the next while, you know, from a from a media standpoint and what's happening because that is a big big topic as well. For us, it's definitely the lifeblood of the program. So that's where your players come from, the draft and. Why do you put so much time and effort into it? Because the decisions made on those Thursday, Friday, Saturday in April are going to affect the seasons of 19, 20, 21, and beyond. So yeah, you go through every you know, possible thing to find the right fits for you. And some of it has to line up correctly. Sometimes uh, Thomas has to make a move to go mm-hmm. uh, you know, target a player in a certain spot or move back to acquire more. So. There's strategy involved, there's evaluation involved, um, but the decision-making at the end of it is really impactful because it's not just the decision for just this year. Their impacts are generally felt in the years to come. Mm-hmm. Like rookies play, I mean, all the draft picks we had played in 2018 from the 18 class, but that doesn't mean that their impact's gonna be felt stronger in 19 and likely stronger again in 20. 21 as we move forward so it's a big deal because uh, if you keep stacking good classes together uh, you got a chance to have depth and you know bring guys up through the ranks and we love developing players so mm-hmm. like 
Thomas and I see that in the same way. So which of these guys can develop and what can they turn into and how would you feature them on your team? And sometimes the player doesn't even know how good he can be, you know, and you got to put him in the right space just because he chose that college. I mean, it was even the best system for him. Like, I want to go to college X, you know, like girls are hot, school look good, you know, like, and they're like, yeah, it's a 34 <laughs> defense. I'm a pass rusher. Like, yeah, maybe not the best choice, you know, like, yeah. but that guy's got traits and then he gets to the NFL. It's like, man, what kind of career did that guy have in college? Like, why didn't he blow up? Yep. It's like, well, you know, he was playing a position that didn't do that or they didn't run the ball a lot, you know, like, but it was still a cool school, you know, and um, all sorts of things factor in, but um, it's an awesome thing. I love the combine. And although they are not, you don't, you know, pick the players based on the combine, um, they're still competing yeah. against one another, against time. And so, like, you can tell who's out there competing. Uh, it still shows. And so, like, that still shows competitiveness. Like, I want the top jump. I want the top run. I want the top lift. Like, I want to nail it. That's still a guy who's competitive. The, the only other thing that I think needs to be folded into this, and, and I think maybe your listeners know or don't know, is, yes, it's all based on on collegiate, and we're talking draft. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not saying there's a dirty little secret to it, but the, the, the idea of agents being there en masse and the, the, all of the football intelligentsia being there, meaning mm-hmm. you got your coaches, you got your personnel people, you got, you know, you got your GMs, you, got your, you have your management, you have all other parts of football around there. There's, the rumors are rampant, I mean, about who's coming available potentially because right around the corner is free agency. It's not based on free agency, but... Like we often say, you're there watching college guys. All of us are thinking about team building. We're thinking about how are we going to put it all together, and you're comparing what's out, running around on the field through all the combine drills, and then you're also here in the scuttlebutt, and you know your lists of who may be coming available in free agency. It's a really interesting think tank element there in my mind. I'm, I'm going to ask you about that process in a second, but while we're still on the combine itself, um, you talk about all this information in you, from the coaches, from the scouts, to the GMs, to the rumors, and then the physicals. Guys will, you know, have injuries that, that surface, right? Yes. Um, you talk about guys in the past like a, a Rob Gronkowski. I guess he, you know, he's a guy who transferred from Pitt to Arizona. He had some back issues. And, you know, his back, he slid to his a second day. How that... Explain that process, if you can, in a general sense of how does all that come together? Is that come together from the moment the combine ends to draft day? Or is that something that you guys have been building a Rolodex from the, the entire year? Or and then, and then we'll get into the process a little bit more, how you balance it all. Well, so think about this. I mean, right now we're already into next year's draft with some of our scouts. I mean, yeah. they've... We've had our, uh, some of our position cross-check meetings, so they are already starting their work on the next year's group. You know that from having interviewed some of them. They're still focused on this year's draft, of course, but that is actually when all this, the research starts. Because, uh, look, I think one of the things that needs to be talked about, and we talk about it all the time, you're not just hiring a scout for his ability to evaluate in his eye. That's obviously number one. Mm-hmm. But the other elements are you have to be a good researcher. Mm-hmm. Back in the days, they used to call that, you know, information gatherer or whatever they had all these derogatory names we've changed that definitely to research because it is vital for for our scouting staff to go out and start gathering all the information that we need that dan and i continue to be can be teed up with so that we're making the right decisions ultimately on on draft day our scouts are you know want to talk about the lifeblood of gathering and building 
I can't say I'm, I'm I'm so proud of our scouting staff, you know, with Scott Pioli and Steve Sabo and and uh, you know uh, Rustin Webster and Phil Emery and the rest of our guys. We have such a really good focused football group who really understand football players, and again they do such a great job of providing us with the insight that we need to to take it the final steps. I think it's vital. All this information that we're gathering, all the background information, you know, character information to um, uh, scholastic, you know, academic information to injury information. We start to gather it now through different sources and we continue to gather that all the way through the process and it culminates at the combine. Basically, you get there and then you get those players uh, in there and you continue to talk to them and interview them. Of course, you gain more and more information on their background and you're also getting the medical and psychological information that we're getting from the combine. So it continues to build all the way through the year until you finally get to the combine, and then you do some finishing touches leading up until you know at the third week of April. Like, what would the scouts have said about board. you going to Morgantown? Like, what would they have said? <sighs> wow, wow, coach. You know what I'm saying? I was That's a, a big, grinder. Yeah, I was. A what grinder. else? A grinder. Partier? Yeah. Well, I I knew. <laughs> yeah. Well. I, I knew how to <laughs> to work hard and play hard. Okay. I had balance in my life. That's good. I could balance. Competitor? It. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Speed? Used to be. What position? I, I'd say fullback, linebacker. You got I toughness. A, I was a wingback. Yeah. yeah, you got toughness. Yeah. I'd say that. Crack I did block. play outside linebacker. That was my favorite. <laughs> um, okay. Outside. Uh, we got you shook. A little bit. A little it's bit. good. It's good, though. Want to take a yeah. break? Are you okay? I'm all right. I'm yeah. all right. This is Thomas Dimitrov, GM Atlanta Falcons. You are listening to the Falcons Audible podcast brought to you by AT&T. Let me ask you this. Of because I want to get to the interviews, and you don't have to name a player that's currently on the team or, or what, but in that interview process, has there been, or maybe it was an interview process, maybe it was a workout, I'm asking each of you this, was there ever, is there one moment that just sticks out with you, to you, in all your years of going to the combine where a guy just made an impression, an, an indelible impression on you, positive or negatively? Um, and what were some of those stories, or what were some of those moments? What was that aha moment, whether it was in an interview, or you just, you mentioned Julio, the eye test, mm-hmm. and you just said, you, you have to see it. Um, or maybe it was a, you know, a guy said something, and you're just like, oh boy, you, you wouldn't fit on my team. Um, what, do you, chat, do you, do you have a, a story like that? I'll say there's one last year, we won't name the player, this would be on the negative side, so... Uh, as we're going through okay. the process, um, you know, I remember talking, we we're trying to get some information out of him and this guy had played a number of different positions and, uh, you know, it's okay, let's, you know, I was trying anything at this point, like, all right, let's reverse the roles. If you were me, you know, where would you play you? You know, are you a defensive tackle? Are you a defensive end? Uh, what are you? He's, you know, he just, we just couldn't get it out of him, you know, you know, wherever you need me to be, I'm doing. Like, he was trying to, like, be so cool that, like, there was, literally, I was at the end, there was still five minutes to go, and I just remember, like, I just said, good luck, man. Like, <laughs> like I knew this guy was not going to fit on our team, so I was like, let him have his extra five minutes to go to the next meeting. So, it was like, we had about be- 20 more <laughs> questions. We were on the edge of our seat, and, and he got up, and we are like, Yeah, wow. I was just like, this guy's not going to fit with us. Like, you know, he was just, there was a lot of BS going on, yeah. and it was, uh, like, you know, like when you're having a conversation, this is not going. Yeah. So I thought I'd cut the cord and uh, yeah. save him some embarrassment. And uh, like, this is going really bad. Did he, just, he sense it? Did, uh, he, did he know it? Did he have the I hope awareness? so. Yeah, I think so. Because, okay, <laughs> just thanks. And it was like, okay, 31 other teams, you know. So sometimes, uh, you know, they would be better at another team. So, so that's a bad one. Maybe Tom's going to share it. So There's both tons of good ones. So sit in the interview together then. 
Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. We okay. we have a we have a pretty intricate setup there. And should we you know, grill him on the one? Should we? I feel like I was kind of interviewed a second ago. Oh, were you? I probably. We. Oh yes, no, we could get. We, we, we could get I some mean, interviews going. I, so so very quickly before we get to the interview. I mean, Dan, we we touch on it. You know, we do the interview part, which is important. Now that's changed, and Dan and I know that over the years. We used to be really, really driving right at it and candid. You have to go on with a much more politically correct approach. It, it, you, you've heard because about it. Because the players it. talk now. Well, the players talk. It's, it's, it's kind of wild. You, you have to tiptoe around some of the questions that you might have asked many years ago. It's just we all know it. things have changed. So that's one part that has changed. You have to glean information in a certain way. and you kinda, it's, it's unfortunate for some of us who want to be nice and... and um, Sort of em- empathically direct, yes. but but you're 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 jumping all over things at times. So Dan was there. Hmm. I think it was like I don't know, it was three years ago. I remember when, <laughs> I was asking some questions. We were asking questions. I said, "Okay, um, you look around here." I said, "Who do you think the biggest a hole is in this group?" And Wait, you talking, asked this a player? I asked this to a player, like okay. meaning all the coaches that were in there and, and Arthur and whoever else it was. The guy looked right at me. He said, "You for asking me that question." <laughs> so I thought, that's a good candid, candid response. Yeah. Did you laugh? I laughed. Yeah, I got, I got laughed out of the room. Everyone yeah. said, "Well, it serves you right for asking that kind of a question." <laughs> I usually don't ask those questions, but he was—he had a side to him. Point is, we have fun with it. We yeah. can we sense their personalities, and it and it and it honestly stimulates certain questions that we might not ask someone, of course, who is really you know yeah. serious. I can remember um, another time a player was like Jim Carrey and liar, liar, like. You know, like, I am going to be forthright about what took place. And I remember Arthur's son was in the meeting. And he was like 14 or 15 at the time. I was like, oh, this is like, yes. this is uncomfortable. Right? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, have a good night. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you bring, do you bring Russ Bollinger into your uh, questions? No, we oh, would okay. never uh, yeah. do that one. No, of course we would. Yeah. So okay. um, he's so much fun that he uh, has a easy way to uh, make people feel comfortable he sure does you know right around him and so sometimes in the interview process and you're doing it here you disarm the people that you're there and like knowing like okay man like we only get 15 minutes and some people would compare it to like speed dating because let's say you were coming from morgantown and on this night you might have 15 interviews in 15 minute segments so you can imagine how challenging that would be to tell the same story especially if you had an issue from college you know like yes. how this was a really embarrassing moment and you got to tell I it 15 different those. times yeah. okay. like that takes a lot of courage from the guy to do that if yes. there's an issue and uh some people may you know ask unfair things of a player i can remember a team i was with you know like a player walked in hi i'm matt hi i'm dan hi i'm austin hi i'm matt blah, blah, blah. And then as, um, as Liam, okay, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? And like, man, this guy just did that for 10 other teams. I thought like, was, like our team's not the most important. And it was mm-hmm. just like, that was kind of cheesy. I thought like, this dude just, like, I'm not sure. And he was embarrassed, but like, we don't need to embarrass anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, um, mm-hmm. it's an awesome, uh, there's tons of times that we said, man, we'd really love to have that guy on our team. Tons of times yeah. like that, man. Good luck and keep up and. Um, oftentimes a guy will come up after the game, hey, you remember me? Or, you know, like, you know, in pregame yeah. or something. And sometimes I do, sometimes I'm like, yeah. <laughs> of course I, I do. I wanted you. I really wanted <laughs> you. Yes, right. And, but I mean, you know, uh, Dan, it's fun that they come up and say, yeah. hey, you know, like, hey, I you know, enjoyed talking to you at Indy or something, you know. We have, and, and, and we've talked about this. So you asked about Russ. So Russ and, and parts of our coaching staff are at a whole other part in, at the Holiday Inn where there's a whole other element of interviews going on. 
It's not in the main interview room. So we have interviews going on all over the oh, place wow. with okay. our, our people. If they're not in the main interview room and some of our area scouts are out in other places with some of our assistant coaches working together on interviewing other people. Hmm. So it, again, back to Think Tank or, you know, just gleaning information. It's happening all the time, mm -hmm. every Gathering day. a wine mixer. It's a big deal. That's right. Do you guys ever disagree uh, on, on uh, maybe how you read Definitely. an interview and... You know, is that all ironed out before you get to the draft room by then or, or no? Yeah, I think definitely we differ agree on interviews or players. And so our responsibility, either we go back to watch it so we see it together, but if yeah. we don't see it together, yeah. then we shouldn't pull the name off the board. Yeah. Because um, one of us doesn't see it in the same light. So mm -hmm. to say that every single player that we see the same, no. But um, that's when you go back and talk through it again or watch more of the player in our, in our perspectives you know the great thing is we both really appreciate athleticism we appreciate certain elements of, of you know of evaluating players on the on the the interview side yeah we're coming at it from different perspectives too I mean Dan's coming from a, a, a really strong background at Seattle I'm coming from New England different perspectives our own different perspectives and maybe how we're seeing someone fit into the team. So for sure. when I, I mean, when we're talking about interviews and we, we start hashing out like, what do you think of that guy? Well, I thought he was A, B, and C and Dan might've said X, Y, and Z and talk to me about that. And mm -hmm. then it, again, it just continues to open up more of a perspective that we might not have had. I love those conversations. Um, you know, as far as the talent side, that's a whole other topic of conversation. Of course, people are going to see di people differently. The, the really good thing is Dan and I have a, I, I say this in, in a really, um, it's definitely a respectful way. We see athletes in the same way, which is good, right? Mm -hmm. That's a really important part. Some people are on opposite ends of the spectrum. They may think someone is athletic, but they really don't have the same movement, and it gets, can get convoluted. At the very core of what we're doing, I mean, we believe in athleticism and, and quickness and explosiveness, and that's a big thing at a lot of levels. And when... I think when a GM and a, and a head coach, head coach GM go into evaluating talent and you have a good, strong understanding of what true athleticism is, it's not just jumping high and running fast. It's body, it's movement, it's body control, it's balance, it's explosiveness. Understanding that whole package together is a really, really important thing mm -hmm. to come together when we draft and acquire through free agency. Did you guys have fun doing this today? Yeah, it was awesome. Can we do it again? Yeah, we can definitely do it again. I uh, would, uh, we got lots more to discuss. Like this is just starting, scratching the surface on some of the topics. Um, I wanted to ask you one fun question, and I'm going to give you an out. You guys walk the field together before every game. I've noticed. I've been here two years now. I've said a number of times, I would give some money to find out what these guys are talking about. Are you talking about the weather? Are you talking about the roster? Are you talking about the kids? Are you talking about? You got to make an offer if you're going to put, put some money down. Like, is it top what's the secret? offer? Or is it, yeah, is it top like secret? And you ten dollars, hundred dollars? I don't know. Like but the, we down. see you guys talking. That's. It seems like it's it's a it's a routine you guys go through before every game. Is that lots of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Initiated by Dan. Like I love it. Okay. I mean, no, I, I think it's great. It's been great. We have a great time to catch up on a lot of different things yeah. and game game right. regarding uh, regarding the game regarding. You know, Arthur may be coming in and we're talking about, you know, a topic that we're going to be discussing with him quickly before, way before the game. There are so many things. Gratitude, appreciation for the moment. Yeah. Is it like a Zen moment kind of thing? No? Okay. All right. Hey. Cut!
It's cut. It's All a right. Zen moment. But hey, I appreciate Coach coming on. Awesome, man. Let's do it again. And that'll do it for Falcons Audible Podcast. We thank Thomas Dimitrov and Dan Quinn for joining us today. And for all the NFL Combine-related news and Falcons-related news, make sure you go to AtlantaFalcons.com.